I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Two lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC on this Saturday morning. Let's get right to your calls. We had Bob calling in before the news there from Waterbury. Hey, Bob. How you doing, guys? Good. How are you? Uh, i got like three things. Uh, the least important is first, uh, I bought a weed whacker and a little lawnmower. Yeah. The instructions were just pictures. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> there was no words. And then there was a big thing, a couple pages of, of words, yeah. and it was in languages that I right. definitely don't know. Right. Uh, number two was uh, the car batteries. Yeah. Um, I've heard over several different places that these are not regular batteries, and they're going to have a hard time with disposing of these things. Yeah, they, um, they're lithium-ion, and uh, yeah, they're not regular batteries. That's true. <laughs> right. So here, we're trying to save the greenhouse, but I guess we'll just put them all in the ocean or something. Um, another <laughs> thing about the Idaho potato guys that are doing the – now, is that free Wi-Fi? Well, the word Wi-Fi, you shouldn't even think of the word Wi-Fi any differently than Internet. Internet is Internet. Wi-Fi is just wireless networking. So what happens right, to people? The guys in Idaho that were given, you know, the government that was that's town or whatever. Yeah, it's free internet that you'll plug into your home, and then you can broadcast the Wi-Fi if you like. For free. right. So don't ever people do mix that up when they and they end up paying for it twice. There's there's internet companies that are selling you internet and then a Wi-Fi service. Well, all that is right. is a wireless network that they're charging you again for. Right, but out in Idaho, do you need a cable from... This is fiber. Yeah, this is fiber. Yep, coming to your house. So so at some point, we still need a cable coming to our house somehow. In this case, yes. Eventually, you're going to have 5G, which will be wireless. That's not Wi-Fi. That's wireless. (laughs) Wireless cellular data. That's what I want to wait for. So when everybody talks about cutting the cable, uh, you still have to have a cable. Um, Correct. Right. That so a I misnomer. want to go out one of these days and get my pliers and just cut the wire and say, okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, T-Mobile is offering that. They're trying that in um, some areas. For 50 bucks, you'll get high-speed broadband internet. Um, so eventually it's coming. I can't wait till we have more comp- competition here in Connecticut. Yeah. All right, guys, I enjoy your show very much. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Okay, bye. All right, so, yeah, the batteries is an issue. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but we'll get to Gary in the car. Hey, Gary. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I had a quick question uh, regarding QuickBooks. Yeah. Um, I run a small uh, business, and I wanted to remote in, so I set up a network with uh, LogMeIn. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of data that goes back and forth with QuickBooks, and it, it bombs out. Do you know a quick, easy way to uh, access my QuickBooks file from an outside location? 
So what you're doing is correct already. And when you say bombs out, the QuickBooks just too slow or delays or what are you saying? Right. Any report that I try to run, it just um, it times out. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, it's a pretty big file that um, I think it has to keep accessing. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So you can run a report all day long, and it's just your your connection between you at home and your mm-hmm. office is the is your problem, right? So mm-hmm. what right. do you have for upload speed in your office? Uh, it's fifty fifty in both locations. So fifty down at the office and fifty down for you. But what's the up? Yeah. Mm, that I don't know. So at your office, that's the key speed is the okay. upload speed. So most companies will talk about, hey, gigabit download. Well, you need upload to do what you're doing to send the data back to you. Okay. So if it was 50-50, that's called synchronous speed. That'd be great. I mean, you have some sort of fiber connection or something. I don't think you have 50-50. You probably have 53. Your upload speed is probably 3 megabits. Yeah, that, that sounds familiar. Okay. So when you're connecting in there, you just need a little more bandwidth to get that connection to be reliable. When you manipulate the QuickBooks on your office computer, data doesn't come really across. If you try to print, though, at home, if you're trying to send that print job to your house, that will stuff your ban- your your Internet connection and cause a problem. If you're just going to run a report, though, that you can see, mm-hmm. the Internet speed doesn't care about that. Okay. Now, if your computer is bombing out, then that's a problem with your machine, not having enough capacity like RAM or enough processor to actually run the report. Does your computer bomb out running the report when you're in the office? No, it doesn't because I hook up uh, my laptop through Wi-Fi uh, in the office, and that's fine. Okay. So I think okay, when you're so doing it, upload, yeah, speed. it's your upload speed most likely causing this issue for you um, because your Internet's either too bad at one of your locations, you're dropping, it's, it's unreliable. Any okay. of those things, but using go to you know log me in or go to my PC is a perfectly normal way to do what you're doing. Okay, gotcha. Thank right. you very much. Appreciate it. You have a great show. Thanks, Gary. Take care. Yeah, bye bye. There's a lot of variables when connecting remotely. Definitely a lot of variables. And we got Greg and Nagadak calling in. Hey, Greg. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Here's my latest situation. My computer works fine, and it's. Pretty darn fast as far as I'm concerned. All right. But I pay Comcast for yeah. over, I know I don't need it, but I pay Comcast for over 100 megabits per second for uh, for speed. For download speed. So, for download speed, right. Yep. And uh, so I have a guy that I, that I pay, you know, annually to, to take the computer, and he always does a tune-up, whatever that is, and checks it all out. Really? That's the thing? I brought it to him, and he checked it all out, and everything is fine. Yeah. And, and again, the computer does seem to be working fine. Mm-hmm. I don't do any uh, real uh, video downloads or anything like that, but mm-hmm. whatever. So then I called Comcast Xfinity, and they spent over an hour with me. The, the guys were good. I mean, you know, they tried. Yeah. And they changed this and that and this and that. But, Greg, before you took, what's the what was the problem? Um, when I do a download speed, yeah. uh, the Xfinity uh, uh, download speed test, yeah. I'm only getting 10. 10? 10. That's bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. But, and, and my wife has an iPad. She gets over 100, and she has another computer. That, oh. You know, when we do the same test. You've called. She gets over 75. Oh, it's still not good. Uh, but you called yeah, before, haven't you, well, Greg? Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, but nobody can seem to, because the computer is, is working okay, and when I go to YouTube and stuff, hold on, Bobby, yeah. stop, stop the duck. 
when I go to YouTube, everything plays, you know. Yeah. But I'm. But nobody seems to know what the heck is going on when I do the test on my right. laptop. Why the heck it's so slow? Going so slow. And, and Xfinity did say to me, Comcast did say on their side of it, when, when they're looking at my computer, whatever that means, mm-hmm. that they do see me getting over 100, you know, so... Right. Uh, they're not looking at your computer. They're looking at your modem. Oh, okay. All right. So is your computer connected wirelessly or hardwired? It's, hard, it's wireless. Wireless. How old is it, Greg? Three years. Three years. Okay. How close are you? Your computer. Five to- feet. Away, I'm five feet away, literally, from the, the from the router modem sitting right. right across from me. Because Xfinity went through all that too. Well, hang on. Here's what you're going to do. Go you're going to go buy a cable at Staples, a six foot Cat five cable. Cat six. Ah, uh, Cat six. Whatever. No, he's, no. He, Cat. He's, he's right. Cool. He's right. Cat six. Yeah. Cat five Cat. is slow. You're yeah. not going to get speeds out of Cat five. Yeah. Cat. <clears throat> Cat six, C A T. Here's six. the other thing. Six foot cable. Look at the cable, the network cable, and make sure that it's Cat five E or Cat six, right. and not just Cat five. Right. But he'll still get a hundred megabits if he's connected versus ten. But he's Bob's right, technically correct. Yeah, but you know it'll get split. Yeah, I know. So it'll drop as soon as the second person comes on. Yeah. So Greg, go get a cable. Okay, and, and get that at Staples or something. Get it at right? Staples. Plug one end into the Comcast box. There should be a port on there that you can plug into. And plug the and other end. Back it up box, okay. Yeah, plug the other end into your computer. <laughs> Where on my computer? It'll have a similar female outlet, RJ45 connection. You can't miss it. I know, you, okay. I know your computer has it. Okay, it's it's not just a it's not a USB. Uh, no, it's a, it looks like a big fat telephone connection. Remember the RJ11s you used to use for your telephone? Sure do. This is a f- yep. fatter flavor of it called RJ45. Okay. Not not a pH fat, but an actual fatter connection. Um, and so you're going to connect that to the device. Turn off your Wi-Fi. So that how you, do I do that? You're going to see a little pizza pie in the right, a uh, little three quarter, a quarter of a pie slice, right in your right hand corner of your system tray down there. You okay. should be able to right-click on it and disable it. Okay. And then you're going to connect via the cable because your computer's going to say, oh, okay, Greg, you want to connect this way. And it should okay. it should just work automatically. Then do a speed test. And then try it. Yep. So. It will work. So <laughs> what happens now? If I don't, if I still get 10 or if I get 100, then, you know, or if I get over 100, what is what? Well, if if your wife doesn't mind the cable, wherever you're going to run it, five feet away, leave it on the hard wire. Okay. Unless you're going to be, mo- unless you take your laptop, is it a laptop? Yeah, it's a laptop. Do you take it around the house? Yeah, sometimes, not far. Okay. But, but you know, maybe out out in the front yard, you know, which is only twenty feet away. All right. You do some weird things with your laptop out in the front yard there, then. All right. Well, uh, I sit there, and, just you kidding. know, and, and, and when it's nice out, and, and in kidding. a chair just to get some fresh air. I agree. I agree. I'm just giving you a hard time. So if you if you connect it up hardwired and your speed is great, it yep. means the wireless adapter in your laptop is broken or not working. Oh, no. Broken. But if the, if the wireless adapter was broken... Then it wouldn't work at all. Well, yes no. No? no, something's wrong with it. Something's wrong with it. 10 megabits is bad. I don't know what's wrong with it, but something's well, wrong you with may it. Have, okay. You have two antennas connected to it. 
and maybe one of them came loose. Yeah, who knows? Okay, so something in my so if it works with the cable, something in my computer. You uh, go ahead and again, tell me what what you the, think. The wireless works. interface, the wireless adapter in there is damaged, broken, not working properly. Wireless adapter. Yeah, and it. the thing is, the guy you're paying annually. Yeah. <laughs> to do this check for you, Greg, should be yep. telling you that there's a problem. Now, if he takes that laptop into his office and he's able to get high-speed connections wirelessly, then it's yeah. Comcast's wireless system that's funky for you. I don't know why, but it is. Because my wife's, you know, like I said, she's getting over 100 on her iPad. That, per- know, that so. puts it back to your guy. So if it, if it turns out when you plug this thing in high-speed and it works via the wire... You yep. really want to talk to this guy you're paying annually and say, "What are you doing?" Gotcha, gotcha. And it's, but by the uh, way, gotcha. by the way, Greg, there is no "quote unquote" tune-up that you need to pay for. <laughs> well, I hear you. You yeah. know, I don't know what you know. What do I know? You well, know, I'm just telling I don't know you what I'm doing. So that's, that's why I'm here. There is you no quote. It. There's that's no. Why I'm calling. Yeah, don't and pay do- somebody for that. Don't pay an annual anything for that. Save gotcha. your money. Take your wife out to dinner. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, I Greg. Do, I appreciate it. My pleasure. Take care. All right, bye-bye. You too. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break, right, Matt? Yeah, and we have four lines open for you. Feel free to get online wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. I know you guys are all doing something else, but we're here, Pasty White Computer Geeks, here to help you out. They, we got out of the basement to help you. You know That's where they keep us usually, to keep the geeks in the basement. We're here for you on a Saturday morning, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here until 11 o'clock. Three lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. But Bob did have an article we wanted to bring up as we're getting one of these, so these calls on the line here. Okay. Another CNET slash Roadshow article. Yeah. Norway's love of EVs, because we were talking about EVs earlier. EVs, electric, electric vehicles. vehicles. Yeah. Uh, Norway's love of EVs will force it to spend big bucks on its electric grid, report No, says. really? The problem that EV charging is creating in Norway foreshadows the problems we could have in the U.S., but mm. on a much larger scale. Right. Now, we were talking about Toyota by 2025 is going to pre- be producing half of its cars are going to be electric. Right. And then they have competition because there's Tesla, there's Nissan. Right. I mean, you know, a lot All of the high-end Ford stuff. is doing electric cars now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. Well, and they're doing... And electric semi-tractor trailers, too. Right. So as Bob is reading this story, if you're a fan like I am of, of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and the moment that Chevy Chase plugs in his house, you know, and it all goes, and then everything goes dark, keep that in mind as as Bob reads about this. They had to upgrade the grid just for his house. Well, they had to flip the nuclear switch. Yeah, yeah. So just keep that in mind as Bob reads this article. Okay. So people in Norway just can't seem to get enough of electric cars. And in many ways, that's an excellent thing. Right. That isn't to say that there isn't a downside to the proliferation of EVs both in Norway and around the world. See, electric cars use a lot of energy. And while charging your vehicle overnight in your garage may not seem like that big of a deal when compared to the sheer scale of the electric bill, electric grid right having a few thousand cars charging all at once totally is that's why 
<laughs> Everybody comes home at five o'clock, plug the They're car. They're all Chevy Chase, plug it in, run in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, according to a report published uh, Friday by Reuters, 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 whatever, Reuters, Reuters, yeah, uh, Norway, yeah, um, is going to have to sink some serious cash into its electrical infrastructure right. to be able to support the continued widespread adoption of electric vehicles. Right. How much cash exactly? Try eleven billion crowns. Okay, that's the name of their currency over there, right. which is the equivalent of $1.27 billion. Now, compared to some of the dollar amounts that get thrown around for the infrastructure projects in the U.S., that doesn't necessarily sound that crazy. Right. But when you consider that Norway has a population numbering around half that of Los Angeles County, right. things start to get a little nuts when you scale up. <clears throat> right. These upgrades, according to the study cited by Reuters, Reuters, <laughs> Reuters. Reuters. Go ahead. <laughs> would have to happen over the next 20 years, which makes them, in theory at least, manageable. Mm. Except that the study also estimates that the bill for the upgrade won't be paid for by the Norwegian government. Oh, really? Or by the power companies. Really? It'll be paid for by the end users. Ah, the people. So what does that mean to us here in the U.S.? <clears throat> it means that unless we find some new, clean way to generate vast amounts of power with minimal expenses, mm. we're going to have to pony up enough serious dough right. or some serious dough if Americans are going to continue to adopt electric cars at the rate they have been. Yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens. There's always a downside <laughs> yeah, to this and stuff. And we'll have tolls based on miles. <laughs> they'll, they'll toll you as you plug the car in. Aero Simmons will be there as you plug your car in. He'll be like, nickel, nickel. Nickel, as you plug it in. Uh, let's go on to Eileen uh, at Goshen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eileen, what's going on? Hi, I have a um, yoga, a Lenovo yoga. This yeah. is my second one. Mm -hmm. It's um, the first one, oh, with a nightmare. I don't know why I read, why I got another one. The first <laughs> one, every time I would try to close the screen or move the screen a little bit, the whole computer would, would just freeze. Oh, so boy. I've given up on that one. Yeah. And, and you bought another on one. The next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one seems, I, I just think I solved one problem. The battery wasn't charging, and uh, I ended up buying a new power cord, and that seemed to solve that problem. Oh, good. So, but my, my other problem, I think there's still some other things wrong with this. I'm not quite sure. But um, when I try to minimize... Uh, a window, mm -hmm. um, it, it doesn't respond. It, uh, now it's doing it. I can, you guys are magicians. <laughs> it's working, huh? Oh, my God. No, what was happening is that when you would click it, it would just kind of shudder. It would like, yeah. you know, the screen would kind of shake almost like it was opening a window behind it, right. but it wouldn't make it small. It knew you were going to no call idea. us. It knew you were going to well, call you know, us. I did, I did um, Google it, and I... Hit control shift something. I don't know if that fixed it. I don't even. <laughs> it didn't seem to, right. and that's why I called you. Um, the other thing is sometimes the window, like it will shake, like it'll, uh, it'll shutter, almost like uh, sort of like imagine like static, but it's visual static. Hmm. So it just kind of starts to look funny. I don't know. I think I need to bring this somewhere and get you it. Might, out. You might. Yeah, I can't really tell you how to fix anything that's happening like with that. It could be a screen problem. Any kind of shuttering like that could doesn't sound good. Could be a loose connection internally. Yeah. Or a bad cable. Yeah. Uh, and the other issue is the touchpad doesn't always seem to react. Oh, like I'll, 
I'll click, you know, to try to get the cursor in a window to type. Yeah. And and nothing happens. It just it's just a nightmare. I would bring it in. How old is it? If it's under warranty, they might be able to take care of it. Uh, yeah, it, it's probably just on the cusp. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, it's not that old. But um, I don't know. You guys helped me solve the problem without telling me what to do. On Sounds good, Aileen. Minimizing the window. All right. Well, we got to go. we got to go to news. We'll be late with news. Thanks, anyways. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We have two lines open for you. We're here at 11 o'clock. And then uh, Dr. Alessio will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. You can always catch our show via radio.com, right? It's podcasted. So if you miss a show or you miss an aspect of the show or you want to go back and hear what we said, um, the podcasts are available. Uh, we link it over at computertalkwithtab.com. But obviously, it's at radio.com and wtic.com as well. So, uh you never miss a show if you want. Let's go on to James in Tallinn next. Hey, James, what's up? How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. I love you guys' show. It's awesome. Thanks. Um, I have a, I finally had my Windows 10 machine. I had it rebuilt because of a hard drive failure. All right. So they were able to do that. It did a good job. I won't say who it was. Okay. And what's happened, when I'm browsing the web, you know, page I usually go to, yeah. it'll be fine, then all of a sudden... I don't get, you know, I go to the next page, and there'll be no pictures won't load. All right, what browser are you using? Uh, Mozilla. And I'm oh. thinking, I probably know the answer. Should I clear all my cache? Yeah. That's always I'm a good feeling, thing to I'm, do. I'm feeling that's what it is, and I hate doing that, because then when you log in, you got to put everything back in. Well, before you do it, then, check check uh, Google Chrome. Have you tried Chrome? Okay, no, I haven't. So if you bring Chrome up, and you just surf, and everything's fine, okay. it, it's back to the cache thing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right, because that, right. that it's probably all you got to do there. Yeah, I, I thought it was something, but I think I call you guys because you guys are awesome and you do a great job. <laughs> oh, thanks, James. <laughs> and I appreciate it. All right, well, that should take care of it for you. All right, thank you. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye. He's clearing his cash. Let's go on to Rita in Glastonbury next. Hey, Rita. Hi there. So after listening to you for months, years, I finally am doing this open DNS. Nice. Good job. Okay. But my... I have one laptop, yeah, and it's a MacBook, all right, and it's running parallel. So I have also have Windows Seven on it. So I believe I successfully, while I was waiting, put in the Open DNS on the Mac side. Do I have to? Uh, now I'm on the Windows side. Mm-hmm. How do I know? Do I have to do it again, or yeah. does it automatically do it? I would check your your network settings on the Parallels Windows side to okay, see if so it has. How do I do that? I'm under Local Area Connection status screen right now. How do yeah. I know if it worked? You want to go to the network configurations. You're going to go to your, IP, your, your TCP IP configurations. What? Do you see your TCP IP configurations in the network settings? You're going to change... Your local area connection? Yeah, your local area network connections. All right, Bob. He's got oh, IP, so, IPv4 connectivity? IPv4, IPv6, but IPv4 yeah. is where you want to go, yep. And you're going yeah. to... You're going to see uh, IP obtain the uh, IP address, correct? You want to find the DNS settings. It's probably set to obtain. Oh. <laughs> Do you see All it? Right. A connection-specific DNS. There you go. You want and to type then in. It says IP4 address 10.0.1.32. That's your internal network. That's, that's it's, okay. it's statically set, it looks like. Is that good? Nah, it it's, it's neither here nor there. You're of a static, okay. a set uh, 
Go ahead, Bob. So you want to change that and put in? Well, not that. Not that address. You want the DNS address. Right, the DNS. You Do you see to... your DNS settings? Okay, so I see IPv4 DNS server 10.0.1.1. Oh, we want to change that. Yeah. 208. All right. Wait, 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 wait. How do I get there, though? You just, if you, right, right where you see the 10 dot, you should be able to put your cursor in that window. Right? You should be able to edit that window from the 10 dot setting that's in there to the same DNS settings you put on, on the Mac side. You typed in the Mac, the 208 settings, right? On the Mac yeah, side. Yeah, it was very easy. <laughs> well, welcome to Windows. <laughs> <laughs> Do I go to? Um, it's, 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 it seems like know. you're so close. Or you just at the top go- of the box. It should say Internet Protocol version four. Yeah. No, it says local area connection status. I don't think I'm in the right spot. No, you're not in the right box. So what you want right. to do? Yeah. So uh, under status, you go down to the bottom, and over on the left side, it'll say properties. Right. Mm-hmm. Under the status yeah. box that you had open. Okay. You click on properties, and it'll I open did. up another box. It says local area connection properties. All right. Right. And you're looking for TCP/IP. So TCP/IP. TCP/IP Internet Protocol Version Four. Internet Pro- Version Four. Yes. Okay. Click on that so it highlights it. Okay. And then on the oh, right. Oh, then it says properties again. There you properties, go. Properties. Yep. You're getting oh. there. It's all worth it, Rita. Oh. It says obtain an IP address. That's clicked. I should say use the following. Well, no, no, no. Leave no. it on obtain uh, an IP okay. automatically. But down in the lower okay. part, DNS. I got there you. it okay, is. Under DNS, use the following DNS server addresses. Right. You don't. You and don't. that's the two zero eight sixty seven two 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 two. Yeah. And two two zero. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now another question. I have. Oh, so. I have another computer. It's a desktop. Do the I same have to thing. do this up there again. Yep. Okay. And then at the very end of your instructions or the DNS instructions, it said flush DNS reserve. Um, well, you can just reboot. You can, you, can re- you can reboot your machine and they'll do the same thing. That'll do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You guys are wonderful. Thank you. Well, good job, Rita. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. So she's setting up OpenDNS. So it's nothing you're loading. It's something you're configuring. To, to get yourself on a more safe internet. It's not foolproof, but it's more safe than if you were on the internet provided by your, your internet providers. They're still giving you internet, but you're not going to fly over their DNS. Well, they just put little uh, barriers in front of the bad roads. Right. So you can still crash through the barriers if you want to. If you but... want to, <laughs> yeah. And so what she's configured is going to be kind of the generic open DNS IP address setting, so she's going to be more you know, safe safer to surf. She can then create an account, a free account over at uh, OpenDNS, and then you can actually customize the, you know, your security by setting up an account. Then you're going to have a little IP updater that allows OpenDNS to know when your internet address changes to make sure that it applies these security settings to your new IP address as it changes from your internet provider. Those, the DNS addresses won't change because she's going to keep it in there as a manual setting. So it's a good thing to to uh, do. I can't. We can't stress it enough. You'll be much safer on the internet if you run um, via OpenDNS than if you leave it open as the Wild Wild West. Let's go to Bill in Simsbury. Hey, Bill. Hi. Um, I've got uh, an old computer uh, laptop, mm-hmm. and 
when I started up, it's uh, very slow to start up. Yeah. And I've had, uh, and after about a half an hour, it's it's fine. But uh, I've gotten a couple of pop-ups in the past couple weeks that said uh, my hard drive, hard disk is uh, only is full. Mm-hmm. It's only not full, but there's six percent free space left. Okay. So uh, I kind of attribute to this slow startup to to that. Sure, it could be partially and, that. Uh, what I'd like to do is uh, clean up, take some stuff off the hard drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I noticed there are two things. One is the number of users, and the other thing is uh, on Windows Task Manager under Processes, mm-hmm. I see six Firefox files right at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, five tabs open on my Firefox right yeah. now, mm-hmm. and I wondered if those those uh, Firefox things were due to the number of tabs open. Probably, yeah, but that has nothing to do with space. Uh, nothing to do with space, okay. Nope. But it could have something to do with booting up speed, right? Um, so when you boot up, you automatically keep coming back to your five open tabs? Is what no. you're saying? No, so no. no. But I, in the past, I've, I haven't really related those uh, those files due to the open tabs, but they they might be, but I haven't quite no, I don't think so. convinced myself no. that's what it is. Yeah, because you don't open Firefox until after your machine boots, correct? That's correct, yes. right? So that has nothing to do with that. But I agree with you, maybe the space could be part of it. Um, which version of Windows are you running? Um, 7. Okay. So and, Windows 7 has a disk cleanup that you can run. If you go to the the little air, the little search. You can run a disk cleanup, and it'll clean up the basics, like the the caches and old files from upgrades. It'll clean all that out. You could free up gigs of space, possibly. Oh, okay. So, oh, I was. Uh, that's an offside off uh, question. The updates, there, long list of all the updates. Do those? Uh, can I erase some of those? Well, that's what I just said. Yeah, the disk cleanup will do that for you. So that you don't will do it. Okay. Yeah, if you All run right. the the disk cleanup and choose it, go ahead, Bob. Well, now there's also a utility we uh, can put a post to called Tree Size Free. It's a free utility. You can install and run that, and it'll get a give you a visual picture of all the files and, and folders and uh, and directories on your computer. Right. And uh-huh. if there's something on your computer that you really don't need, you can see where it is and you can delete it. But right. it'll tell you exactly how much space it's being taken up. So after you what run the that called? tree size free. And that'll okay. be up that'll be a link for you. But before you do that, Bill, do the disk cleanup. That's part of my I'll do uh, that. yeah. and you just make sure you check the boxes of the areas like your your temporary internet files, your 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 uh past configure you know, past uh backups of your upgrades. In many cases that's gonna save gigs of space just by doing that. Okay. The other uh question I have is uh under users Mm-hmm. I I have my own uh, name like Bill's notebook, yeah. and then there are and there's an administrator, but mm-hmm. then there's a whole lot of other things. 
uh, under administrator, there's another one called administrator Perserio with nothing behind it. Mm-hmm. Another one that's got a dot triple zero. Another mm-hmm. one dot double zero one. Mm-hmm. Another one double zero two. Another one double zero three. Mm-hmm. And they they seem to have a lot of the same files in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if those uh, files are duplicated on the hard drive, or is there just a, a little place that says go to this one, go to that one, and they they all like there's only maybe one file, yeah. but those different administrators point to it. And when I when I check for the uh, number the properties on that folder. Mm-hmm. If if I'm getting duplicate numbers, you know, is it do the numbers mean that there's only one file like that or one folder like that, but it points to the same spot on the hard drive? Yeah, those are profiles. Those are individual profiles and different flavors of versions of the profile. I think that you're describing, um, okay. and it's just how the operating system works. Again, it'll clean up things using that disk cleanup that are that are duplicate or things that can be removed. Um, I wouldn't have you go granularly and start deleting things. You're going to break your system, um, okay. especially when you mess with the operating system or the admin this or admin that. So don't monkey with it. Um, just six percent free isn't really. It, I've seen we've seen worse. Um, you clean up a, a couple of gigs of space, you'll be back to normal again. Uh, you still may boot slowly. <laughs> you may want to run uh-huh. a um, a defrag and defrag your hard drive if it's not solid state. Um, that might help performance on the boot up, but I wouldn't go too granular, Bill, and start deleting things. I think while we're talking, that I think that the uh, the slowness is when I boot up Firefox what, so more so than Windows. Okay, have you updated Firefox in a while? Uh, yes, I have. All right. Yeah. So Firefox, we've gone away from Firefox lately and gone to Chrome. Now, Firefox recently promised to be faster. I think we actually had an article a few weeks ago about the fact that their newest version should be faster. Um, but they had seemed slower, and Chrome was kind of winning. Try other browsers. You don't have to stick with the same one. Uh-huh. You know? Okay, but I think that only 6% free space left might have a lot to do with the problem. It could. A six, again, though, think of your car trunk. If your trunk of your car is filled up to 6% free, can you still go 65 miles an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Same, it works the same way for a computer. Until it gets completely full and can't doesn't have any headroom at all, your machine will run the same speed, whether it's got 2% of hard drive space available or if it's got 80% of hard drive space available. In, oh, in general, maybe it'd be switching things in and out and in and out of the hard drive. You so sure hope so. it doesn't, unless you have very little RAM. If you have very little RAM, it'll do that. How much RAM do you have, Bill? Memory? Uh, four. Four gigs? That's probably yeah. enough for Windows 7 that it's probably not switching to your hard drive for much. Yeah, I, when I check that uh, task manager, it, it, it uses a little over 50% of the RAM yep. most of the time. So it's fifty and sixty percent. So it's not even going. It's not even using all the RAM yet. So it has no reason to go to your drive. If that makes sense. No. But there is a page. Once in a while, it, you know, it, it goes up to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. There's a page file. Okay. But I think Very that good. I have up. one more thing that I thought was kind of important when you were talking to the fellow that um, uh, that 
got snookered into going to Microsoft. Fake, fake, fake Microsoft, yep. Fake Microsoft. Yeah. Um, Bob made one little comment that he said, go to a different computer and go to your, uh, and change all your passwords from a different computer. Well, yeah. And I but, thought that sounded kind of important. It is. So what Bob is saying is we don't trust whatever that guy was doing on his computer. And so mm-hmm. to be extra safe, Bob is saying, use a different machine and go ahead and change your passwords just in case the guy loaded a keylogger or loaded something nefarious on the machine because you don't know who you let in, right? Who, who was that right. guy? So mm-hmm. that is a point that Bob is trying to make. Go ahead and log in to another machine, change your passwords. He, he could be right. He could be right. So the other fellow's uh, little sneaky file doesn't record him. Yeah, exactly, if there's a keylogger on there. But but because he ran Malwarebytes and other tools, I don't think there is. That's why, yeah. I, did, that's why I didn't make a big, big to-do about Bob's suggestion because I felt that he already had good enough security. But it's still I'm not. I'm less it's trusting a, than Eric yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm pretty cynical if you've listened to the show. So, yes. I never, I never heard of that uh, little trick to do that and i thought that was that's kind of important yeah if you if you think your machine's compromised you can't use it for anything right right. period that's what he's saying but if you go and you change your password from a different computer can you start using yeah uh your other things again no no (laughs) no because you go back to the one you thought was compromised and they're going to get it they're going to have the keylogger in there and catch that information anyways thing is that this keylogger is usually it's a rootkit yeah. And the operating system and antivirus cannot detect a rootkit. Okay, there are some utilities that may find certain rootkits. Mm-hmm. So what basically Tab says is, if we think you got one of those rootkits, we ask you if we can take your computer, completely wipe it, and reload it right, right from scratch. That way, we know it's clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm hoping the guy didn't get snookered in that way, but. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. So even if you change your password from a different computer and then you went back to the infected computer and logged on with your new password, the uh, crook would find out what that you password was. You got it. Exactly. Okay. So it doesn't matter. All right, Bill. All right. Very good. All right. Good luck, well, sir. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Keep up the good work. We'll try. We're going to step out for a quick break. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. And then uh, coming up at 11 o'clock, Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. What's going on? we got Rita on the line again. Hey, Rita. Okay. Hi. Another question. Do I do this on all the tablets and telephones, you know, uh, cell phones? So here's the thing, Rita. Do you, you're doing this granularly by device. Do you, know, do you have your own firewall? Is it your own router in your house? Or is it the uh, internet providers? No, I think it's ours. It, it, it's ours. If it's yours, you can solve this by going into the router and going into the DHCP settings of the router. If you So read the instructions that you've already figured out on the individual settings and go read the instructions on configuring a router. And okay. you'll, you'll configure anybody in your any, – any device that's in your house now is automatically going to be set up for the OpenDNS in one shot. When you're saying I'm going to go into the router, right? I actually have to touch that little machine, or it's something through my computer. You go through your computer to the router. To the machine. Yeah, we're completely out of time, Rita. But I want to thank. Okay. Thank you. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is, see you guys next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t